I believe in Hashem. I trust in Hashem. There never is a moment when. And on my own, I will trust in Hashem. Because I understand that He's holding my and every step is perfectly planned. He's holding me tight, so I'll be all right. I believe and I trust in Hashem. So just to summarize last week's story, Reb Moshe from Slavita wanted to open up a printing business, but in those days in Russia it was very difficult. He had to go to Petersburg and meet with the Minister of Education, who was known as a Jew hater. And then he had to pay a lot of money. It's very difficult to get a permit to open up a printing press. So that's why Reb Moshe went to the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe told him what to do. You should go to Mogilev. Ask Rabbi Yisrael, the teacher, the Malamid, to accompany you to Vilna. And over there you'll get what you need to be able to open the printing business. He went with Rabbi Yisrael to Vilna, even though they both didn't understand why Vilna, of all places, why not Petersburg, where everyone gets the permit, but they knew if the Rebbe says so, you listen. And they stayed over by the house of Reb Meir Rifals for a couple of days, after which Reb Meir took them for a walk in the city park. Over there, a minister asked Reb Meir to give a visitor's pass to Reb Yisrael de Malamid, the teacher, to come and visit him in his hotel the next morning at 10 o'clock. And that's where we got up to in the story that I was telling. So here's part two of the story. Next morning, Rabbi Yisrael got up extra early to Davin to learn, and he made sure at 10 o'clock to come to the hotel to meet this minister. When he got there, the minister was already waiting for him. And the minister gave him a warm welcome with a very friendly handshake and asked him, from which town is he coming? And he says, I'm coming from Mogilev. And the minister said to him, no, you're coming from Shklov. He says, true. Actually, I was born in Shklov, but I lived there until I got married, and then I moved to Mogilev, where I've been living for the past over 20 years. Rabbi Yisrael couldn't figure out how this minister knew about him. Then the minister says, I see that you don't recognize me. He says, true. Have we ever met? He says, no. I don't remember ever. 
He said, did we even met, ever meet? Because I don't think I ever met you. So the minister says, then let me tell you a story. And the smile on the minister's face faded away, and he became very serious. And he's telling now a story to Rabbi Yisrael. Over 20 years ago, there lived a Jewish boy in Shklov. This boy had no parents, no father, no mother. And he was taken care of by the people of the city. Neither of them. The, I said, didn't The people of the city noticed that his behavior was not good. He started to play with Goyim and be friendly with them and learning from their ways. And as much as the people of the town spoke with this boy, the boy did not improve. His behavior got worse and worse. He even left the yeshiva. When the people of the town saw that his behavior became intolerable, they couldn't take it anymore, his bad behavior, they gave him a certain punishment which was, in those days, reserved for serious, serious behavior issues, like him. What did they do? Near the entrance of the shul, they had built up like a cage. This was called the cage of shame. They put him into that cage, they closed the door. They can't open it up from the inside. And let everyone see what it looks like to be in this cage. And the people would make fun of him. They would look at him with an eye with a, of disgust. And some boys were even spitting at his face. And the minister continued. This boy was suffering terribly there. When he couldn't take it anymore, suddenly a very kind person walked over to the, to the cage and opened up the gate and let him out. The boy ran out and ran and ran and ran until he came to Petersburg. Over there, he met a priest, a galach. Just one second, this is... And that galach convinced him to convert into a guy. A yid can never become a guy, but he convinced him. The boy then went to what's called a monastery, a place where Goyim learned about Getchkis. I'm not taking this call because it's the middle of, I'm in the middle of learning. Stop. 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 And eventually he went to the university. When he went to the university, he studied for several years until he became. Minister of Education. 
The minister continued and said, Do you recognize me now? He says, No. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the incident of opening up the gate for a boy? <gasps> well, that's me, the minister said. I was that little boy. And I'm so happy and so thankful to you what you did for me. But that's, you see, it's not important, the story that I told you. The main thing is that you see that by coincidence, just by chance, I came yesterday here to Vilna to do some business. And we met. What a coincidence. You know, I have been carrying in my mind your face, your kind face, so many years. I really, really had a hatred towards the Jews. You can understand why, even though I deserved it. But for you, I had a special place in my heart. I was hoping one day I'm going to meet you, to thank you, and give something to you, pay you back for the favor that you did to me. And I'm so happy that by chance I came to the park and I saw you there. That's why I asked that you come to my room. So tell me what kind of favor I could do for you, my dear friend. He says, well, what you could do for me is listen to what I want to tell you. First thing is, I'm sure he became a Balchavah after. First of all, I want to tell you there's no, no such thing as by coincidence or by chance. It's Hashkacha Pratis. Hashem made us meet. And wait till you hear my story. I have a friend who wants to open up a printing business. He needs a permit. And he went to our Rebbe. And the Rebbe sent him to pick me up, bring me to Vilna, because the Rebbe said, over there, I'll get the permit. I'll be able to help him. The Rebbe sent us here. And that's why I am here today. And so far as a favor, you want to do me a favor? If you could give a permit for my friend. The minister said, absolutely. I'll give a permit gladly. No problem, just give me his information and I'll send it to him. As soon as I get back to my office. But I want to tell you another amazing thing, says the minister. The hatred that I had towards the Jews disappeared for me now. I don't have that hatred anymore. It's amazing. It just disappeared. Okay, thank you very much. Hold it. Rabbi, don't go away yet. I still want to do you a favor. He says, you just did. No, that's for your friend. I want to do a personal favor to you. To you personally. How about you come and live in Petersburg? I'll get you a permit to live there, because you need a permit to live in Petersburg. And I'll get you a job in, by the government 
you'll become a rich man. No thanks. I like to teach Yiddishik in the Lachtaira, where I am. I, I, I'm very happy where I am. But I want to give you something. You know what? He takes out a checkbook, and he writes out a check for 2,000 rubles. He says, take this. For me, I'm a, such a rich man, it's very little. But for you, I'm sure it will do a lot of good. Rabbi Yisrael accepted the check and then said a warm goodbye and he went to Rabbi Meir's house to tell the good news to Moshe and they realized the big miracle that Hashem did because you listened to the Rebbe. When you listened to the Rebbe's instructions, it didn't make sense to them. Go to Vilna? Even if it doesn't make sense, you have to listen to the Rebbe. And then everything works. Yes? Get the 